Ooh, and on a quiet night. It's nice out. I'm outside. It's 7.32 in the day. Uh, the weather is calm. It's cloudy. Uh, but not too cloudy, you know? Um, the sun is behind the clouds, casting a beautiful, even, soft sunset light. It's almost golden hour. Well, actually, it pretty much is golden hour, but it's not, you know, it's not golden because uh, it's behind those clouds. Is that, does that, does it work that way? I haven't actually looked into it or thought about it. Like, because it's not always golden hour. I imagine golden hour is turned into not golden hour, you know? It's a nice, even sunset, you know? It looks like one of those, uh, it's like uh, La La Land or like uh, that episode of Black Mirror, um... What was it? Nosedive? With the social media points and shit? With, uh, what's her name? Freaking, uh, uh, Dallas Bryce Howard? Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, so. That's how I feel. That's how it is right now. I'm, I'm just, like, getting through my freaking list on Netflix. I just, like, knocked, knocked out four movies uh, today and yesterday alone. I mean, there's not that many, considering, you know, a movie's two hours, and, uh, there are 24 hours in the day. You know, 16 of which I'm awake. Um, so, yeah, but no, I watched, uh, what did I watch? Yesterday I started, I, Code 8 was on Netflix. If you don't know what Code 8 is, it's because you're not a fucking nerd like me and follow everything, you know, that has to do with uh, uh, sci-fi and superpowers and shit that, you know. So, um, Code 8, it was a movie that uh, Stephen Amell from Arrow and Robbie Amell from, uh, what was he in? Um, he's in a bunch of shit. I can't, I can never fucking remember what the hell. Isn't that, he was in that shitty movie. Uh, I don't know if the movie was shitty. I hadn't seen it and I don't know how the reviews were, but I hadn't heard of it, uh, a thing about it until after, uh, after it came out. Or, you know, when it came out, it, you know, radio silence. I had no idea what, what, how, how the movie did, but, um, fuck, what was that movie called? Uh, the, the, the whale? No, the, the, the gringo? No, some shit. It was like some high school, uh, comedy drama shit with, like, um, I don't know, fucking Allison Bry, maybe? Brie, how do you pronounce her name? I don't know. It was some act. I can't fucking remember. I need to look. I need to actually look into it. But you, if you know Rob, you probably know Robbie Amell. Anyway, Stephen Amell and Robbie Robbie Amell, Stephen Amell from Arrow and uh, Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, two masterpieces of <laughs> cinema. I'm joking. That's you know, but um, I like Stephen Amell. He seems like a cool dude, and I, you know, I like his portrayal of Ollie, Oliver Queen in Arrow. Um. The two of them uh, made a short film called Code 8 a couple years ago, right? I think maybe like 2015. Um, and uh, and that short film was about a class of... It was basically X-Men, but t like dialed down by 
a factor of 90%, like in terms of the power and campiness. So it was literally like in a world where, and this aligns with my, with my philosophy for my project, um, my passion project, but in a world where, you know, uh, super uh, people, superhuman people, you know, are born and, uh, and they have, you know, super people, superhuman people have existed throughout all time. Um, and, uh, as we hit the modern era, right. Um, you know, past world war two, uh, and the cold war and technological advancement, those superpowered people who used to be uh, regular parts of society who just use their powers for work mainly, um, uh, started to get discriminated against for their power because, you know, bad apples and, um, and, and, uh, eventually became second class citizens because of their power, because automation and, and machines and stuff basically do all the work, all the valuable work they used to do. Uh, you know, uh, now, you know, automation weeded out the need for them. So they became second class citizens, hard to get work and shit like that. So a lot of them turned to crime and all that. Um, the short film was basically a, you know, uh, Robbie Amell's character, the main character being persecuted. Um, um, no, his friend, I think gets, I think you should watch the, the, the short film. It's really dumb. Um, uh, it's like, it's only like five minutes or something like that. It's really short. Um, but, uh, his friend gets shot by, by, uh, the peacekeepers, you know, robotic police SWAT team style stuff that are, that were built specifically to deal with, um, uh, you know, super, superhumans. And they get shot up and shit. And then Robbie and Mel's character, he, you know, goes fucking crazy and, like, releases a giant surge of electricity because he's a electric, um, uh, uh, metahuman. And, um, that destroys the robots and then he runs away and that's how the short film ends. But it's really dope. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, and it's, it's shot super well. Um, and then, and then, you know, I'm pretty sure they like just took the entire crew, um, you know, or main crew from the original and, and, um, and did that, you know, use them for the, for the full project. But the feature came out in 2019 and, um, and it finally got on Netflix for free. Uh, I don't know how long ago, but recently because I've been trying to look for it. Uh, for the longest, I was gonna rent it today, uh, yesterday actually, until I saw that the shit was on Netflix for free. So I was I was ready to go to rent this to rent the freaking movie on Amazon Prime. And anyway, um, I like it. I think it was really dope. I think it was absolutely well done. Um, um, Robbie, they extend the story a lot far actually no they kind of pretty much retcon the entire uh, not not retcon but like they throw out the the story in in the short film and the, you know where you know the, he's uh he's on the run or whatever and they make it more of a heist crime drama thing um which i'm definitely into because that aligns again perfectly with my with my um thing my project so uh yeah and I think it's really dope. 
you know there are some like it's not a super unique like the the is the entire story is not a super unique story um it has a couple of really cool elements right um uh in terms of like character choices and like motivations for villains and shit and like um I, i can't say motivations you know plural but it you know i think it's really dope uh, Stephen Mills in it as well. He plays kind of the mentor uh, protagonist character in the in the movie um, to Robbie Mills' character, and it works out because I mean I ima- they have good chemistry, uh, and I imagine they would since they're cousins in real life. Um, so, but yeah, I think it was really good. Action was the action did leave stuff to be desired, you know, because like. If you're going to show, like, a freaking, um, you know, superhuman whatever, like, any, like, those fight scenes are mostly done with guns and shit. There's not a lot of, like, uh, um, I can't say I don't like that, though. There's not a lot of, like, metahuman ability being thrown around with the vast, um, with the, you know, amount of metahumans, you know, superhumans on the show. Uh, not the show, in the movie. Um... The main character, Stephen Amell's squad, which is, you know, him and two other people, uh, uh, you know, uh, the main villain, the villain's um, uh, henchman. I mean, they had it, you know, there was some. I just wish, like, we had something a little bit, a little bit high-flying. These birds are loud as fuck. I mean, maybe it's not that loud, because it's not registering that much on my, uh, on my phone, but also this like wave on anchor, the, the recording, uh, thing, the recording, like what what the fuck is it called? The levels it's done in like a wave pattern shit. And it's not like, you know, it just, it doesn't show like, you know, where it peaks and stuff. It's just like, you know, so like this tweeting in the background, if you hear it, doesn't really register on this, but my voice does. I mean, that's a good thing, you know, it's like I have a lav mic on, uh, but you know, not nearly as good. And also it's not a lav mic, it's a phone. Anyway, Code 8, I think it was really good. Um, really dope. I expect, I, and I did expect a ton from it, uh, which is, you know, in hindsight, kind of a stupid thing to do, expect a ton from a, from a pretty pretty indie film that they kind of crowdfunded a lot of i think from what i remember do they crowdfund the the no they crowdfunded the the film not the short film but um i liked it i think it was dope um i like i said i wish it was a little bit more like high-flying action somewhere uh but i do like that they grounded it and like i mean the high-flying action thing i have some of that in my in my project but it's you know it's not like DC or Marvel level shit. It's a lot, a lot less than that. Um, but, but yeah, what, uh, what will I give it? Eight out of 10, a little bit over eight out of 10, 8.2 out of 10. I think it was really dope. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I like, I, you know, it align like, this is the closest thing I've ever seen that aligns with, with the, uh, type of, project that i'm that i'm writing like there i i can't think of any other than young justice or or the punisher i can't think of anything else i don't talk about the punisher tv series um 
I can't think of any other project that aligns like with uh, the concept or aligns so like comes so close to the concept, um, the execution. Uh, you know, um, it was shot really well. I think uh, the effects were 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 pretty good. Um, you know, obviously not like fucking uh, you know Avengers level shit, but um, you know it doesn't take you out. I, it doesn't it didn't take me out of the film. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I think Robbie overacted a little bit for the, you know, for the, um, uh, like the electric shits that he had to do, like fucking frying drones and, and sending electrical charge. I think he overacted a little bit, but outside of that, I I really like it. I love the shit with his mom and all that. It's all cool. Um, 8.2 out of 10. What, what did I watch after that? I, after that, I watched the Meyerowitz stories. Um, with Adam Sandler Ben Stiller. Uh, I really liked that, too. I think that was really dope. Um, it, so, one thing about, about those, right? Uh, by the way, if you haven't heard of it, it's on Netflix. It came out 2017 as well. Oh, no, 2018, maybe? No, uh, Sorry. Code Eight came out 2019. It, it, it released last year. Mario's story, I think, came out 2017, um, and I think that was like the road to uncut gems in terms of Adam Sandler's career. Because what else did he do before that that was that would give anyone the indication that he could do something like Uncut Gems? You know, is Uncut Gems one of his movies, or was he just casted in it? I don't know. Um... I feel like it was Happy Madison, but I don't remember seeing that in the beginning. I need to rewatch that fucking movie. Um, my dad hasn't seen it, and he really wants to see it. And I told him it's really dope, so we'll probably rent it this weekend or something. Um, but uh, Myra with stories, uh, you know, Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, Dustin Hoffman, uh, rest of the supporting cast is fucking incredible. Um, you have a little. You also have a little cameo from a. Uh, I wouldn't call it a cameo, but you have a little, um, a little scene with, uh, fucking Kylo Ren. What the hell's wrong with me? I can never remember this dude's name. I can never remember this dude's name. Um, God, yo. They know what I'm talking about, if you know Kylo Ren. Uh, and Marriage Story. That's that dude. Which I have yet to watch. I was I was thinking about watching today, but you know when you really really want to watch a movie, but you just don't, you know. Like I'll watch it, but like I just for some reason. Anyway, Marrowitz stories, uh, really good movie. I like I I like. I mean, it's really a slice of life movie, which I which is a type of it's one of the types of movies that I really fucking love. Um, and it's like multiple slices of life since it's uh, it's kind of cut up into a couple different uh, timelines. Um, you know, there's no antagonist, you know, that type of shit. Um, pretty much, uh, two brothers, well, no, not two brothers, uh, you know, of, it was a, a whole family, but, um, a whole disjointed family, but, uh, two half brothers and a half sister uh try to reconcile with their not a strange father but their um with their i don't know what do i call him 
uh, with their absentee, I guess, sort of absentee father, um, as he's trying to sell the house and uh, will sell the house that they grew up in for points of time and also reconnect with each other and also learn to forgive him for shit. It's a really dope movie. I like it. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I like th- what I like about it a lot is the editing and the, and the, um, fucking the editing and, and, and the performances are incredible. The editing is the, the editing actually caught me off guard, right? Because it, it, the editing is kind of quirky, right? Um, it's cut weird in a couple parts. Well, not weird, but it's cut short in a couple parts, which I find hilarious. And I, and I guarantee that they wrote that in the, into the script. Um, but, like, they cut it uh, in a way where you know exactly where they're going to go, where you're like, all right, we don't need to see where they're about to go with the rest of this, right? Because um, they cut it in the middle of a sentence that we know what they're about to say, and then, like, well, the rest of it's going to be... Um, you know, it's it's self-explanatory in a way. Uh, it it caught me off guard once because they did this maybe four or five times in the thing, where uh, a character, you know, uh, you know, a character would say something and then they cut right in the middle of a word that they're saying to the fucking next scene. Um, but the first time they did it, it caught me off guard because I think they put it they put that cut in a weird place because that was a sentence I was totally unnecessary. Right, I think they could have cut it earlier than that, um, or changed the sentence. It was when uh, Adam Sandler's character was was um, was uh, 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 waving off his daughter uh, who was driving up upstate to college uh, with her with her boo, and he yelled some shit like, uh, "Oh, don't forget to call me!" But they caught, but they cut it in the middle of like, "Don't forget to call," or something. They cut it in the middle of somewhere, but it but it was uh, it caught me off guard. Just because it was an unnecessary line, like we already kind of get that, right? And it's not something that really came back much in the rest of the movie, like in an important way. So, um, but with the rest of the movie, all the other cuts were were important, you know, where they cut it right in the middle. This bird is annoying as hell. God, I hate nature. I don't. I love nature, but this bird is annoying. Um, so yeah, Myrowitz stories. Another, you know, I'll give that another, what, eight, seven, seven, uh, 7.8, 78%. I'll give it around eight. I think all these movies that I watch, I, I'm giving pretty much an eight. Uh, you know? Um, next movie I watch, uh, Glory and, uh, uh, no, Julie and Julia. I was about to say Glory and Gloria. <laughs> Julie and Julia, the story about uh, uh, Judy Myers and... Wait, no, Julie Meyer, what was her name? Julie, Ju- Julie Harrow? And, uh, and, and, uh, freaking Julia fucking, the cook lady. God damn, I can't remember shit. What the hell's wrong with me? I just watched, I just finished this movie earlier. I was watching it last night, and then we went to eat dinner, and then we got stuck at the, not stuck, but we were at the table for forever and then by the time we were done talking it was already 3 a.m and we was halfway done so it's like ah, i'll finish up in the morning but um uh julia fucking god with the amount of times they said her name like i shouldn't like i shouldn't know who the hell she is uh julia child god what the hell's wrong with me julia child 
um, who I've heard of before, right? I I had no idea who she was. I've heard of her, and then I've also seen her, uh, you know, those little clips of her teaching people how to fucking cook back in the 60s and 70s or whatever the hell, however long ago that shit was. Um, but, uh, but I never, you know, matched the name to the face. I had no idea who that lady was. I had no idea who that name was, you know, attributed to. So, uh, this is a dope movie. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I'd give this like an 85, um, you know, a little higher. A little higher, 87. I'm getting, I'm being very specific with these numbers because, like, uh, you know, some numbers don't feel right, you know? Um, right? Maybe I'd give it a 9. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. 90% on Kimon Tomatoes. Keijo Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten Keijos. I don't know. Um... It was a really dope movie. Amy Adams, uh, freaking Meryl Streep, uh, Stanley Tucci. Uh, uh, Jane Lynch is in it, I think. Not, not Jane Lynch, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Um, not I think. She's in it for a little bit. Dub cast, great movie. I, I really like it. Um, shit was, uh, it, it was like Sonder. I, I mentioned this before when I was, uh, did I talk about rewatching, um, um, did I even talk about rewatching fucking uh, American Honey with my sister, and then and watching uh, Honey Boy, both Shia LaBeouf movies? I, I don't know if I talked about it, but I mean, if I didn't, I mean, if I did, you'd remember I probably talked about Sonder, um, a ton, right? This is like a couple episodes ago. Uh, talked about Sonder a ton, and another movie, and you know this movie, Julie and Julia, Sonder, you know that that same feeling. Uh, it's, I think it was really, really, really dope. I mean, I had the same feeling for the Myrat stories, you know, um, but Julie and Julia, just because they, it was so dialed in. I mean, uh, Julia Child is kind of a gigantic character, you know, which I think Meryl Streep nailed. Um, um, you know, without it really having much of a reference of what Julia Child's personality was really like, but I'm assuming it was like, she won an Oscar for the role anyway, right? Um, I think well-deserved, because, like, I think she, I think she did well with it anyway. Um, but, uh, she's such a big character that I couldn't really feel that same feeling of Sondra for her. Um and her time period because you know her time period like i like i can't say that because i feel i feel that watching fucking marvelous miss Maisel, even though all the characters in that are dialed up you know um and the whole world of marvelous miss Maisel is dialed up but even still it's 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 feels something about it feels really really dope to watch right and dope to like kind of live in um, but I couldn't, I couldn't feel that so much with, uh, with, uh, Julia Child, um, um, in the movie, but Judy, Judy, uh, Julie Harrow, Julie Harlow, Julie Harrow, I think. All right. I'm looking this shit up again. Um, it's Julie. All right. Let me just look up Julie. Oh, Judy, Julie Powell. There we go. How'd I get Harrow from that? 
yeah, Julie, Julie Powell, Julie Powell, uh, I felt, a, like, you know, that feeling of Sonder, I felt that a lot for her, because, like, it's closer to, to my time, and also, like, she does live a relatively different life, um, and also, I mean, in a, it, in a small way, this movie did inspire me to cook more, um, I probably won't, <laughs> you know, until I, like, really get a boost of wanting to, but this is the perfect time to, you know, um, so, yeah. Do you hear that shit? I guarantee you did, because the fucking waves on this went off the chart. That was mad far away and mad loud for no reason. But, yeah, Julia and Julia, uh, 9 out of 10, really good. Love the performances. Amy Adams crushed it. Uh, uh, um, you know, uh, freaking Meryl Streep crushed it, of course, uh, as, you know, confirmed by her Academy Award win for the role, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know how much more there is to say about it, I really like it, I really like it, was there, I think there was one thing that I found weird, yeah, alright, I did find one thing weird, there was a, there was a, 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 an argument that they had, um, uh, Julie Powell and her husband, um, Amy Adams' character and her husband, they had an argument in it, and, and it was after, um, if you ever watch a movie, this is a spoiler, but it was after, I mean, this is a small spoiler, um, I mean, I hate spoilers, but fucking, I'm talking here, uh, it was, it was after the character, see, someone, it was like a journalist was supposed to come, um, and she couldn't make it with the, with the guest that she was gonna bring, who was like a connection to Julie, uh, who was, and a connection to Julia Child, because she, like, published her book or something, but, um, she couldn't make it, uh, because it was raining and, and Amy Adams character, Julie Powell kind of broke out, broke down and was super sad and all that. Um, um, and then like she got into it with her, with her husband, uh, because what she, because her husband was looking on the bright side of shit and she was like, please don't look on the bright side right now. And, and then he, and then, and then she, ah, it's cause she mentioned, she was like, damn, what are my fucking followers my list the listener uh, the readers on my blog gonna think and he got all pissy um because he's like uh why are you always thinking about them like this is some you 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 shit why are you fucking if it feels so pretentious or whatever and i'm like ah shut up dude um and then he walked out and for like a day or two um which is you know kind of bullshit that was like such a nothing argument to have right um, but I mean, this is based off a shoot story, so I imagine that, that maybe that happened. I doubt it was dialed up that much, you know, that specific argument, um, you know, but whatever. That's my only knock on the movie, 9 out of 10, you know? Uh, last movie I just finished watching, um, uh, damn, I'm 27 minutes in. Uh, let's finish this. Uh, last movie I just finished watching... Um, was Daedra and Lainey rob a train, um, which I enjoyed, right? Uh, why did I watch this movie? Um, I watched it because I was scrolling all the way through my Netflix list, and the like fourth thing from the bottom that I that I had saved was this movie. 
came out in 2017 as well. Um, the fact that the lead, <laughs> the lead actress, um, the main character, uh, is actually 32 when I thought she was too young to play an 18 year old in the first place. Like in, like in the movie without knowing her age, I thought she was like maybe 16 and she was playing a high school senior. I was like, okay, maybe she like skipped a grade. Maybe that's like their explanation since she's like a valedictorian, whatever the hell. Um, no, the actress is actually double the age that I thought she was, uh, which is kind of insane. Um, you know, I was like, damn, this kid's a good, good actress. Uh, so movie is literally what the hell is called. Uh, you know, this girl and that girl rob a train is about these, you know, uh, the, you know, uh, two daughters of, a of, you know, uh, let, let me, let me do it this way. After their mother gets arrested for causing a scene at, at a Best Buy and like, uh, vandalizing some shit, um, uh, her two, you know, the mother's two daughters come with a plan to rob a train to get the bail money, um, um, to get her out of, out of jail. And also come up with, like, rent and shit for the house. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I mean, it's a dope concept. It's funny. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a funny movie. I, I, I laughed a couple times. Um, the performances are, are, fun it the only thing is it feels like a nickelodeon movie you know because of how it's shot um you know and the dialogue wasn't the greatest i i'd give the movie like a seven out of ten right um eh, maybe less 60 65 percent i enjoyed the movie a lot if it was on i'd watch it but i mean you know it's a netflix uh so it's not going to be on anything and also i don't watch tv anyway so uh, don't run into that into that uh uh scenario very often where you know a movie's on and you're like hey i'll watch it but hypothetically if it were on i'd i'd you know i'd watch through the rest of it it's 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 a fun movie i like it um you know got a couple performers in this shit it's you know that are really dope um yeah that's that's really all i gotta say about it you know it's forgettable you know um, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't think there's anything special. It won Sundance or nominated for Sundance in 2017. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't give it so much more than that. Uh, anyway, I'm about to watch, a you know, abstract that, that, uh, art documentary series the art docuseries on on netflix i'm about to watch an episode of that about a uh, bioarchitecture um which is which you know something i'm incredibly curious about since in a second life when i when i'm done with film and photography when i'm 50 or 60 years old i'm just gonna go back to school and become an architect uh so yeah i'm about to actually i'm about to make some pasta and then watch that it's 8 o'clock. I've been here for fucking 30 minutes. I shouldn't have done this long. I only wanted to do like 15, but apparently there are a ton of movies, you know? So can't just call it a day, right? Uh, after talking about two. All right.